another day, another FPL pod. Jack, how are you? Joshua, doing really well, thank you. Really well. It's a nice bank holiday weekend here, so they're never never not good, are they? They're always good. Weather's okay. been good, and FPL has been very good to me this week, Josh. Spoiler alert: we're still we've got one game left uh, of the game week. Man United Brentford, so not a big one really. Not many people with players. I think Ronaldo's the the highest owned asset there, but even he's not that much these days. And yeah, it's been a monster game. It's been a pivotal game week, I think, in the season this week, ahead of the massive double. Um, so yeah, I'm looking forward to talking about it. How are you doing? Good. Yeah, I mean, you know, ticking along. Uh, not been looking forward to this project. Spoiler, you've done really well. At the start of this game week, I thought we were like quite well placed together, you know, going to do a little head-to-head battle and spoiler, you've, you've killed it. I did think because our because our wild cards were quite different in the end. I did I did think one of us might might pull ahead of of the other one, but not to this not to this degree. Just when one player goes off, like Sun did this week, you just you've just got to hold your hands up, haven't you? And then you captain them. Yeah, you just catch that lucky moment. Then um, then yeah. So what we'll do? So this is obviously a follow. Last week we went through our wild card drafts that we picked. Um, so this week we get to see how they've got on in game week 35 and how they're looking for that big double in game week 36 that really we picked them for. Um, so we'll talk about what teams we, we did go with in the end, where we, if we're going to make any more changes for game week 36 and who we wish we had that we maybe can't get in or, or who we recommend you get if you're all listening and thinking of wildcarding or, or making a transfer in this week. Um, so yeah, it'd be good, be good to chat it through, but um, yeah, Josh, do you want to tell us how you did then this week? Then let's just pull the plaster off. What's what happened? Yeah. yeah, well, you know, like you said, we went through our wild cards, and then we did, after talking about our wild cards for the pot, our plans, massive bombshell drops, Man City getting you know the double in 36, and and so that kind of threw a lot of the plans out the window because suddenly the best team in the league in terms of stats and in terms of points and everything in my eyes um, were, you know, in the running for 36. So I think you had to include mm. them. So yeah, that aside brought some city assets in. So changed a little bit from the wild card that we talked about last week. I'm on 46 points. So I'm on a green arrow currently, but I look across to your team, Jack, and it just doesn't feel like a green arrow to me. because you Don't compare, well. Josh. It's not healthy. It's I not know, healthy. It's not. A green arrow is a green arrow, as you've said to me many times. Yeah. So it's not good worry. in life, is it? Don't look at the guy over the road who's got the Lamborghini. Keeping but up I'm with look, the Joneses. I'm looking at the yeah. guy over the fence, and it's you, Jack. It's, you. it's me. <laughs> it's me with my golden lawnmower. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but yeah, so green arrow, as I said, I should, I should feel pretty happy. And yeah, the wild card did all right. I'm pretty uh, Edison. I brought in goal with a clean cash, got his clean Cancelo, got his clean Foden as well. Nice returns. Yeah, Watkins. He was one of the ones that I wasn't that certain about. Set my neck out a little bit there, and so happy he got a nine point return. And then outside of that, it was a little bit rubbish. I tripled up on Chelsea, and as as we know, they did not do great. Um, no. So that that's a well, we can talk about that for, for the game week 36 onward plans. But yeah. yeah, not great, not terrible. 
but overall i'm pretty happy with a lot of those assets going into 36 but we can talk about that in more detail yeah um, i mean those city assets you brought in actually did pretty well didn't they edison cancelo and foden um lovely and you probably i guess you had them over who'd you have them over Kulu, i guess kulu got a couple of assists didn't he and martinez did okay but ramsey didn't do anything um and so you oh you didn't get coutinho in the end then i guess it would have been foden over coutinho and that proved to be a good shout yeah, I mean, it's probably going into this final, it's had quite a small number of games left, isn't it? It feels like taking that risk on City assets isn't isn't as bad as it was earlier in the season when you were really worried about their minutes and stuff. So, mm. um, yeah, it's worked, but City, City, isn't it? Like they could get rotated this coming week. So they could they could see what happens in the in the CL, I guess. Um yeah, yeah so I mean, the rotation was carnage, wasn't it, this week? Oh, it hurt. The Salah, you should say, you went Captain Salah, didn't you? Cappy Salah, Salah, and we were messaging, actually, with you? you were saying, hope he comes on for this, like, because yes. there's a lot of Salah captainers, and you didn't go Salah captain. Um, and it turned it's out huge. to be a masterstroke, because he, he did come on. And to, to be fair, in true Salah fashion, he had two good chances, I would say. One yeah. very good, one kind of, you'd say, half chance. Saying that, the good one for Salah is because he had the pace to burn the defender and get himself into a goal-scoring position. But that said, it, it was a chance for Salah. So he could have easily scored one and it wouldn't have been so bad. So um, I'm not feeling terrible about him, but it just hurt that week. Janice, it hurt. Oh, Janice. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, I was, as you say, I was praying he'd come up for that one-point cameo and it just fell... It was one of these weeks where everything just fell perfectly to me. You know, none of my players were rotated. Loads of other people's players were. Like Trent Alexander-Arnold not playing. That's massive for me. Killer. Um, yeah, the Chelsea eleven looked great for me, even though they did nothing in the end. Just little things like that just all went all went my way, really. Um, Break it down yeah. for us, Jack, then. Come on. We've, we've, yeah, uh, we've sure. So, yeah, 72 points sitting on with everyone played. So, really pleased. Really, really pleased. I went with Foster in the end, Foster and Schmeichel, because that's kind of who I could afford. That was it. If I'm going to complain, Josh, that was my seeing burn. I like did the classic check my phone. Oh, 80th minute, Watford a 1 0 up. Oh, brilliant. I'll bag those Foster points. Check back 2 1 Burnley. Devastated. Um, so, if I'm going to complain, it'll be on. It'll be about Ben Foster. Yeah, I don't uh, know why you trust Watford. Uh, we all know never trust any Watford players. I mean, Schmeichel didn't get any more points, to be fair. He was on the bench with two points. So it's, it's either or there. Um, and I couldn't have really afford anyone else. Like I played with Pickford a bit, and but I probably would have benched him anyway. So, you know, I'm not, not beating myself up. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so Foster in goal with the two points. Cancelo and Robertson, five and six points, really good. Alonso and James, as I say, when they both started, I was like, this is brilliant. These guys are a bit of a, they kind of weirdly felt like a bit of a differential having those two and wild card. Um, and then Chelsea, so I'm a bit worried about Chelsea, but like you say, we'll uh, we'll talk about them in a bit. And then Coutinho with three points. So, so far, not very good. Josh, two, five, six, one, two, three. Rubbish, rubbish holes. Uh, but then the big game changer, I'm sitting there. You mentioned the Man City news. So after the Man City news, I was like, I need to get KDB here. So I think I took Havertz out of my... I basically rejigged them all, rejigged the whole team. So I took Kane out and I took Havertz out and I brought in KDB and Richarlison, I think, or it might have been Watkins at that point. 
Um, and I was sitting there Friday night just thinking, Man City have got that Real Madrid game. They're 4-3 up. It's going to be... They need Kevin De Bruyne for that game. And so I just thought, forget it. I'll take him out. Son, let's give Son a shout. Let's give Son a go. Spurs need to push for this top four now. And what Spurs and Arsenal seem to do is they, whichever one is behind in the race for top four, play really well until they get in front and then they play shit. So Spurs are now behind. And sure enough, uh, they win 3 0 and Son's the main man. So Son was my captain, 38 points. And that's just the that's just the game week completely flipped on its head. Um, yeah, Saka with an assist. Richarlison did really well. Was pleased. That's the XG data coming in hot. He's been top of the XG for the last five weeks, so he was due a goal. And and then Pookie with two points, yeah. So it's really all Son when you break it down, when you break it down. I think you probably had actually more players who returned than me by number, but just that 38 points for Son is just unreal. So it just shows the captaincy thing, doesn't it? But until that Spurs game, I was sitting pretty, actually. Um, and yeah. And it just lit the whole like mini league and overall rank didn't it because, exactly, man. because of them doing so well but uh i think like you have to say jack that is even looking back now that was a massive differential shout like so it was fair play. yeah i mean that's how it's been pay- i've got to say it josh it is paid off for me since going since making the kind of plea to myself to just be like like just go basically don't captain salah is basically what I've been doing. And it has been, it's that has just coincidentally coincided with a bit of a dip in form for Salah for me. And and incidentally, the captains I've been picking have been doing well. So I think that's that's all it is. But whether whether I carry that on into this big game week, we'll have to see. Because I think captaincy is quite hard for this one. But um, yeah, so there we are. 72 points, not complaining. How can I complain at that? Yeah, up. I think I'm up to. I think I'm up to 183k now. So yeah, 65k rank rise. I'm Jeez. laughing really. I'm laughing. It'll obviously dip a little bit after tonight's game when the auto subs come in and stuff. But yeah, I'm not not complaining. Hopefully, hopefully Brentford spank United just to round off a perfect week <laughs> uh, for me. But yeah, so there we go. There we go. Right, that's enough looking back, Josh. What's done is done. We can't change the past. Let's look forward to the biggest, most important game week of the season, I think. It's fair to say. Game week 36. Uh, How are we doing this? Well, I guess we should start by outlining why it's so big and why most people have been talking about it for over a month. Um, And that's because there's just a lot of doubles, right, Jack? So do you want me just to say what they are first and then we can get on to the meaty stuff? Yeah, do it, man. Um, so Arsenal have got uh, Leeds and Spurs. Villa have got Burnley and Liverpool. Chelsea have got Wolves and Leeds. Everton, Leicester and Watford. Leeds, Arsenal and Chelsea. Leicester have got Everton and Norwich. Liverpool have got Tottenham and Villa. City have got Newcastle and Wolves. Norwich, it keeps on going. Norwich have got West Ham and Leicester. Uh, Spurs have got Liverpool and Arsenal. Watford, everyone knows Watford, have got Palace and Everton. And Wolves, to finish it all off, have got Chelsea and City. So I think that's, what is that, 12 all in all, doublers? Yeah, it's huge. It's huge. Um, And of course, many people like me and you have... um, 
we have built our teams for this double. So we've got, so we can bench boost in the double with 14 or 15 or majority doubling players, haven't we? Um, yeah. As that seems, that is just the, the, you know, statistically the best tactic to do. You know, you've, you've effectively got um, 28 games, 28 players, if you bench boost with the double. So it's a massive advantage. So, yeah. So, so we're good. So how, Josh, I've highlighted the three, the four teams that I think have the best fixtures in this double. So maybe should we just look at those four and see what players we think we should or shouldn't get from those teams? What do you think? Yeah, I think that's going to be most valuable for everyone, isn't it? Really? Yeah. And us as well. So um, Value. Delivering value. Delivering value. Let's Take deliver it. Yeah. <laughs> Good, right. So the first one I've highlighted, and this is a debatable one, it's Chelsea have got Wolves and Leeds. So a Wolves team that looked pretty beached at home. And then they've got a Leeds team that are fighting for survival now, but probably feel a bit shell-shocked that they've been dragged into the fight. Um, and who just don't look very good, Leeds, I would say. Rafinha's dropped off a cliff. Uh, so on paper, these look quite good for Chelsea. But Chelsea look a bit rubbish, Josh, don't they? Yeah, they do. I mean, uh, that last game week has obviously made us... Well, a lot of questions are being asked now. Um, but what I... What I would say is you look back at the kind of underlying stats to kind of say, okay, let's not just go by the eye test and by what we're feeling right now. And Chelsea, since the beginning of April, have the highest XG of any team. Do they? That's interesting. So, you know, you start thinking, okay, what the the fixtures aren't, you know, they're they're pretty good. That's why you've highlighted them. Um, They had a bad game week last week. Everton were well up for it. They just switched to a back um, three as well, didn't they? So... They, they had a formation change and they had they needed to fight. Um, I'm not trying to make excuses for a terrible Chelsea performance, but one game, they, they, I'm sure Tuchel basically has had a right go at them and you would expect some kind of bounce back for next game. Um, but Maybe. not guaranteed. Not guaranteed. Yeah. I wonder if just that Real, Real Champions League fixture just knocked the wind out of their sails a little bit, maybe. I don't know because they just to back up with the eye test. They they did that was the first game I'd seen them against Everton where they did look pretty toothless. I mean, apart from that one pick for double save, it's not like Everton were hanging on, hanging on. I would say in that game. Um, whereas the United game, the one all, like Reese James could have easily had double figures in that game. Um, him and Mount were they were just peppering the United goal so. But to draw one all against that rubbish United team, maybe that should have been a red flag to me picking two Chelsea players on my wild card. And that maybe they're just not quite right at the moment, Chelsea. Um, and they must just think, well, I mean, I was going to say they must just think, right, let's just think about that FA Cup final. But they're suddenly third place isn't guaranteed for them now because of these results. No, I mean, it's. Uh... I don't know what more to say because we know they have the ability in their team and do really want to go off of kind of, they've got, they've got something to fight for. They're a great team. You know, they're mm. ticking all those boxes for the, for uh, and they've, they've got the good fixtures as well. They're ticking all the boxes for a team that we'd want to pick assets from. Um, 
I think though that after last after this Everton game, like recommending a triple up is is a, is a like step too far, is a bridge too far. I think. Well, I was going to ask you if you were wild carding now for this game week, which Chelsea assets would you bring in? Do you think, if any? Uh, for me, I think it's still probably a good idea to have a defender because you know Wolves for sure. Mm. The Wolves game at home, Wolves just don't have a lot of attacking output. Yeah. Um, Q Wolves scoring a <laughs> scoring. Yeah, um, that's but so Alonso or Reese James look decent. Mm. I mean, I'm on Alonso because of the whole Reese James positional thing. You know, will they switch him back to us to as a part of that kind of as a centre back basically to manage his. his stamina and, and like the distance he's covering to rest him we don't know so but Alonso and Alonso has been playing pretty good recently um he is right up there in terms of you know XA so his influence is huge so a defender great shout and then if you're pushing a double up like a mount or habits they've been the two that everyone's shouting about I'm on Werner at the moment he's my triple up and I've He's crap. I want, to get, I want to get rid of him. I want to get rid <laughs> yeah. of him. <laughs> for, the money, for the money he's worth, I just think he's rubbish, Werner. And he's showed it over the... Like, yeah, he's had a couple of flash-in-the-pan goals lately, but he's just not very good. And watch again, watching him, I test-wise, he just looks not that good. I don't know. It's hard to, hard to explain his kind of frantic style of play, but he just looks like he's trying too hard all the time, I think, Werner. And... Um, yeah, strange player. But I think for that money you pay for him, he's not worth it at all, even on a wild card, you know. Um, no. I'd pick a, a Watkins or a Richarlison over him, for sure. Yeah, and actually, if I could have, I had I already had three City players. I would have gone Jesus for right, pretty, yeah. much, pretty much the same price. Um, Another good shout, yeah. He's been killing it. I mean, he's been overperforming his stats. He's scored six goals, isn't he, I think, in the last five. So. Yeah, he's, um, he's on fire. He's on fire. Yeah killing it uh, yeah but yeah so what do you think for Chelsea then yeah I'm not I'm really I've really cooled on them I agree with you that Alonso is the best asset to have um, I've got Alonso and James I'm actually thinking of getting James out um, for these fixtures just partly big partly for the positional thing but also because he just misses games sometimes James doesn't he yeah. so he was a doubt inclusion in my team anyway um, and when he again when he started, I was like, "Yes, I'm a Jack. Jack you're a genius. You're a, you're a mind reader." And then he did nothing. Um, and he didn't even look that threatening in that Everton game, annoyingly. Um, and neither did Alonso. So I'm thinking of shifting the James out to maybe a Dina uh, at Villa. But we'll come to we'll come to our plans later. But yeah, Chelsea. I think Alonso Mount still is their main man. It seems in attack. Uh, He's kind of central and pulls all the strings. Havertz, I've really called on Havertz as well. I don't miss getting him out. So, yeah, it'd probably be Alonso and Mount, and I'd avoid the rest. Yeah, yeah that's fair. Um, yeah, so so that's Chelsea for you, yeah. I mean, Wolves and Leeds are great fixtures, but they're just not quite on it. And that Leeds game isn't that far before the FA Cup final, is it? I think it's four days away or something. So they could switch it up. I mean, surely they will. Sure. I mean, if Lukaku could get a start there, for example, or James could easily be rotated there, I think. Uh, yeah, so so that's that. Let's move on to, to Everton, Chelsea's vanquishers. They've got Leicester and Watford. Um, Leicester's got spanked by Spurs. They seem to have their eye on Europe now. Um, they're safe, so beached. 
and Watford just look a bit hopeless, don't they? That'll be a, have been a massive defeat for them against Burnley. Mentally, they must be shot by that. And they look, are they adrift? Are they, how far are they adrift in the, are they, if they win, could they still get out of the relegation zone or are they actually cut adrift now? Uh, Very good point. I think they're too, they're too far adrift, aren't they? They're on oh my God, they're miles. They're yeah. 10 points behind. Yeah, I mean, that is wild. I mean, they're down, aren't they? They're down. They're the worst, they've got the worst form in the league, five losses in a row. Um, I mean, 10 points. I didn't know they were that bad. Jesus. It basically, they have to win every game, stay up. And it ain't, and Everton have to lose every game. And that ain't going to happen. Yeah. Well, they have to win every game and Leeds have to lose every game and Everton do for them to draw level with Leeds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean, they're gone. They're gone. So yeah, I think these back. are great, great fixtures for Everton. What do you think? Yeah, like them. Um, Leicester are focusing on Europe. And as you said, Watford will probably... Be, be down uh, or at least in their heads they'll be down by that point and um, you know can Lightning strike again like two more times with, with the Everton performance um, yeah. you know, cha- the change of system from what I could see made a massive difference Frank got him up for that game can he can they do it again and again and again that's that's something we haven't seen but their assets yeah. you they know, are really away like- they're away games aren't they which might go against them but yeah, can they get up for that? Different challenge, isn't it? But the, they do have, and this wasn't the case probably a, a few game weeks ago, they have some interesting assets now in from underlying stats and because of those recent results. So it was kind of just Gordon before and then Richarlison with the underlying stats and Richarlison delivered again. So it's kind of give us a bit more confidence. And then I've a bit of a differential shout for me, I think more eye test than anything else is that Mikolenko. Um, do you reckon? Well, if they do play that three at the back, then he can just get on um, as a wing back. And yeah, I need to replace potentially Justin in mind. So I'm looking for a, a kind of like for like at that uh, similar price point. So yeah, um, nice. So yeah, he, I think they've got, they've got some interesting players to keep an eye on. Nice. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that Gordon looks, he looks class Gordon. He's the main man there, so all of a sudden. He's got all sorts of trickery about him. Um, anyone else? Probably not anyone else, I would say. Pickford's a good goalie option, actually. Um, he'll be full of confidence after that performance. He was unbelievable. Um, and he's not that expensive either. So I think if you've got a, if you're looking weirdly for a keeper or you're wildcarding, I think Pickford's a good shout to have. Yeah, uh, but yeah, the ones you mentioned, uh, I, who I'd go for. Yeah, like, I really like having Richarlison in. If he gets banned for this stupid flare throwing stuff, I'll be fuming. But yeah, that's the only other thing I was going to mention. But but yeah. you, you should know before the deadline, shouldn't you? So of course, yeah, you should do. And apparently, apparently, he was just he threw it into an area with no fans, yeah. and and like it was. It's a bit of the photo looks worse than it is, but who knows? He's yeah. a he's a hothead, isn't he? So he shouldn't have picked it up in the first place. Yeah, crazy. Um, so the next one, Josh, Leicester have got Everton and Norwich, two of the best fixtures ever on paper, um, both home games, but they're in Europe. They basically, I mean, against Spurs, they threw in the towel with that team selection. Dewsbury Hall benched, Madison benched. Uh, you went with Dewsbury Hall. That's must have been annoying for you, really. 
he was on my both my two Leicester assets that I brought in for these kind of doubles were both on my bench this week. Right. But but it has put big question marks over them. Mm. Um, What's so going on with Justin? You mentioned you you're looking to take Justin out. What's happened there? Well, he was um, he was benched in the in the prem game. Um, I think he was prioritised. Obviously, that that kind of defence that they picked was was kind of just rotating or switching and resting the a lot of the defenders that they were worried about for, for playing mm. the European game. So he will again play on you know the Thursday game, and I think they've only have four days after that before the next one. And he's only you know he is he does miss games throughout, throughout the season. So. I'm worried about him playing again on the Sunday um, after the, the Thursday. So I think he'll get one of them. But is that good enough in, in this game? I don't know. But with the bench boost, it's not a massive deal. Um, but it's definitely someone that I've got my eye on replacing. Yeah, it's tricky. Again, if he was nailed and you knew he'd play every game, he's one of those fullbacks that are just brilliant, aren't they? But I don't know. Leicester just the, the the more you look at them for this double, that just the harder it gets. Mm. I think that you, know, you just put your you put your ties up in knots, thinking about yeah. oh that player's good. Oh wait, they're the most like anyone who's good is like even the strikers. Daka, yeah. if yeah, if I knew Daka or Yanacho were going to play both games, they'd be hundred percent on the radar. But I mean, Madison would the the, the again the long term plan, quote unquote long term plan was to bring Madison in for after the double for the next double in 37, because they double then as well, don't they? Mm. Um, that was the plan, but he's just the road. If they get if they crash out of Europe against Roma, then I might consider it still, but for um for maybe a Saka, but I don't know, even you like say the good players might get rotated for Leicester. So I think they're at the moment they're in a void and see what happens against Roma. Yeah, it's mm. it's frustrating because, like you said, the dub, double doublers. Um, yeah, and the fixtures are great, but it's just it's a big risk, a very big risk. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, the final kind of hot game I picked, the hot fixture I picked was Man City's double. So Newcastle and Wolves again. Newcastle on a bit of a victory parade end of season survival parade um, and looking good and kind of excited for the future but they're still Newcastle uh, and Wolves look very much beach so City obviously Real Madrid this week they're fighting on every front what's are we worried about rotation still with them or do you think are you happy with your three City players uh, forever worried about rotation though, aren't we <laughs> mm. <laughs> but and I'm even more worried, weirdly, that I got it right this week because that must mean that I'm doing yeah. it wrong next week. It's a poison chalice when you get it right with City, yeah. isn't it? Because you yeah. know it's coming. Ah, apart from, I mean, apart, you've gone with Edison and Cancelo. They're the two most nailed, I would say. Yeah, I and I think with Stefan's performances this year, notably the the final. Yeah. Um, oh, sorry, not the final, but, you know, the, the cup game. When Semi, yeah. Liverpool. Uh, he was shocking. So I don't think Pep's going to trust yeah. him um, no. again. So, and, you know, Edison can just continue. It'd just be mental fatigue or, you know, psychological fatigue that he thinks, oh, does he, can he play that many games? Not physical fatigue, is it? But 
Yeah. I think Edison will just keep playing. Um, Cancelo a bit worried because there's a lot of games coming up. Um, and Foden, he seems to be just playing him, doesn't he? And he's young enough to just keep he's playing. He's good, isn't he? He's but really good. They've got a lot of a lot of talent just to chuck in his place. So yeah. a bit worried about Foden. Yeah, again, I was so lucky. I'm just counting my luck again this week. I had Mares and KDB in at one point. Ooh. put in my draft and both were benched and then just went away from them swerved away last minute because of the little doubts and just crazy K- I mean KDB benching is is amazing that they did that and they just won at a canter again didn't they just yeah they're, they're, I think them. I said at the beginning I think they're the best team in the league and if they win the league then they deserve it for sure mm, I don't know Liverpool are, I don't know that's such a hard one that is such a, it's another debate but Liverpool are just irresistible on their day. I yeah, don't know. I mean, yeah. If you win the league, over, if you win win the league, you've won over 38 games, isn't it? So you deserve it. No matter yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> you can, yeah, you yeah. can console, console yourself with that. If they, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so those, I mean, yeah. Man, I mean, if we're going to, again, that question again, if you were at a fresh free wildcard now for next week, which would you stick with the city players you've got, or would you maybe go for any other ones or fewer of them? What would you do? Question marks over Foden, but I still think I'd pick those three. Um, yeah. The only potential question mark I'd have in my head for my team specifically would be if I didn't have Foden, I could get Jesus in attack instead of Werner, um, and then mm. obviously go for someone else in midfield because I don't have Saka in my team in. I, the only reason I didn't bring him in is because I was worried if he would actually, there was rumours of his injury weren't there, like would he come through in time and he did and now he looks good <laughs> for this for this double coming up, so um, that would have been the one for me, would have been Saka for Foden and Jesus for Werner but meh Yeah, I, yeah I, I really like the Jesus shout, I hadn't even really thought of him um, before you mentioned him, but I think he, he's, he's brilliant if uh, because again, the striker options, there's only four or five, I think, that are even remotely viable. Mm-hmm. Um, and one of them's Kane, who's crazy money. So, yeah, I really like the Jesus show. Yeah, I've only got Cancelo in um, from the City team. It's just, again, it's that fear of rotation for me. And he seems the most locked. But again, even he can miss out. And the horrible thing with the bench boost week is it, if you play and misses out, that's just less points you're going to get because your bench are already playing. So it's yeah. just. It's it's a kick in the teeth when when they do rotate, but but I'm sure the ones we've mentioned here will play at least one game. It, I'd be very surprising if a Foden or a Jesus or a Cancelo misses both games. I would say would be a yeah. big surprise. Uh, yeah, cool. So yeah, I mean, I guess we discussed the key assets in those four fixtures, Joshua. But are there any more? I mean, I feel we should move the conversation to the main man of the hour. And maybe his teammates as well, Son and Spurs. So they've got a horrible double, really, Liverpool and Arsenal. But they looked pretty good. Uh, how are you feeling about Spurs' assets? Yeah, I think if I was to boil it down as simple as part, he'd be a hold for me. And the only reason that I, he wouldn't be a buy is for me and probably many other people you'd be getting rid of Salah. And I think maybe Salah is as good a shout, if not better, than him going into this double. Mm. Um, 
or like someone like KDB if you've got if you've got them. And I think maybe he's slightly better than KDB, but it's it, it seems a sideways move potentially to go from one of those two over to Sun. So that's who I'm comparing. That's why Sun's only a hold. Um, the reason is you said the fixtures already. Um, that's top of my mind. And you know, up to this game, the last two to three games, they were not great. Um, they were bad. Agree. Yeah, they were terrible. Um, so that's another point. And then the last point for me is you look at his underlying stats, and in the from the beginning of April, he's like fifteenth for XG. Uh, it's his son. Son. His son, and he is incredibly overperforming them, like mm. plus almost four on his XG. Uh, I mean, his goal, his second goal of the weekend, must have been XG at all point all one. It was outrageous. I mean, I he had him, a, sorry, yeah. No, That's a good I, I point. Just, yeah, I was just going to say, from, from in that period, the only person who's compare like anywhere near overperforming to his level is is Ronaldo. Um, mm. So that's the kind of sharpshooter form we're talking about. Um, so it comes down to you know pick a player in form because they're on form and they're great. But mm. then the flip side is that is not sustainable. That, that it's tricky that form. debate, and it we've gone back and forth on that debate. I mean, that I, I, one of my Spurs supporting friends before the weekend was saying Son is the best finisher in the league, he thinks. Yeah. So if you're gonna if you're gonna kind of defend an overperformer, it would be with that kind of fact of like XG is based on the average finisher from that position. And if someone is well above average like Son is, then he they and Ronaldo is, then they are going to outperform their XG. But I do agree I agree with your points. I'll add another one in that Leicester were just a bare bones B team on the beach, fully focused on Roma, Leicester team. And you're right, the two games before that, Spurs Bennett didn't have a shot on target, I don't think. So it was a yeah. very much an opportunist move to pick a Spurs player against a B-string Leicester team, whose defence are bad anyway, even when they're in their A team. So, yeah, I think, yeah, I won't be captain Son this week. and I think, But I think a lot of people are going to be bringing in Son and Kane and getting excited about Spurs again. Only for them to might they may struggle a bit. Well, they'll definitely struggle against Liverpool and Arsenal. I mean, the, who knows which way that game will go? I mean, that's a massive game, isn't it? That's a, that should be a great game to watch. But I couldn't call which way that game will go. Arsenal or Spurs. Yeah, I, I get what you're saying. Like he's the best finisher in the league, but if he hasn't got a chance to finish, then and that's mm. what the kind of XG is pointing to. Like he gets chances in some games and, and maybe not others because. He's not getting as many chances as the ones, you know, that are, are the other because he's the second highest um, goal scorer in the league at the moment. He is he's, yeah. right, he's chasing down Salah. Um, but what I would say is, I'm funny enough. I've actually, I'm actually more confident in a return for him against Liverpool than I am Arsenal because I think really I think the the derby would be um, tight. I mean, they always are, aren't they? Um, and fractious. Mm-hmm. And I, I think it'll be a harder game for to play. But with Liverpool's high line and offside trap. Mm. We know that teams get through, and I think I've I've just I, I've seen Kane and Son beat that offside trap before. Yeah, they have. Yeah. And I think Kane will get him through, and it comes down to that thing that you said: if he gets a chance to score, I think he'll get through multiple times. He'll be offside a lot, but he only needs one, and I, I can see him scoring against Liverpool. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. Um, yeah, I'm happy. You're right. The hold is the one, and I yeah. I, w- do you think Son's the best Spurs asset out of the Spurs assets? Or what do you think of Kane? 
Sun's best because of the goal scoring, but Kane's just become more of a playmaker. I think he's still great, but for that price, sorry, I don't want an assist king. I want a goal king. <laughs> yeah, um, he has got uh, this. I saw someone wondering. Kulu. Yeah, Kulu's a great shout at his price. I saw someone pondering whether because uh, Son's in that golden boot race, whether Kane would let Son take some penalties to actually get there because Kane's nowhere near it. So that would be interesting if um, if he did that. But he is quite a selfish guy, Kane, isn't yeah. he? Like, do you remember that Ericsson, that Ericsson goal, the ghost goal off his head? Yeah. Did he um, say, like, his daughter, like, swear on my daughter's, swear on my daughter's life, I touched it. And the replays <laughs> just like, oh, no, don't it. think you did. Don't think you did. <laughs> oh my God. So, yeah, I can't, I can't see Kane doing that. But you never know. Um, so, yeah, I don't, I wouldn't, I'm not too excited about having Son for this double now. It's just he's he's paid dividends already in this week um, against that rubbish Leicester side. So yeah, I wouldn't rush to get Son in. Basically, is what I'm saying for this double. He's worth so much. You're probably going to have to make big moves, aren't you? Like you're going to mm. have to probably take someone out quite big for the for this game week. Yeah, a Salah, like you say, most people with Salah, who is a better option. KDB, I'm not. I am not. Still not sure about it, even for the double. Um, I think it really if Ray, if City beat Real, I think they're going to wrap Kevin in Cotton Wool for that CL final, you know. Yeah, that's uh, but but they also need to keep winning the league, so it's so difficult. It's just so difficult to 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 know what Pep will do at the best of times, let alone in these crunch times. So, yeah, yeah, Sun for KDB is not the worst move. Um, no, but and then that's if you're not wildcard and not free hit, and then. It's again, you're burning a transfer for what is a margin call, isn't it? So, yeah, it is. It is. Um, what about other assets, Josh? Are we what are we doing here? Uh, we... So, yeah, we covered the key fixtures, covered those. I guess a nice way to give context to other players I like is to talk about my team, Jack, and he'll need to get Tell rid me. of so I need Tell to me. potentially get rid of a defender in Justin, a midfielder in Dewsbury Hall, and a striker in Werner. So let me pitch to you these dudes, and you tell me, because yeah. this, this pod's all about, you know, me getting value. This is me getting value from the pod. So sure, sure. Justin, Forget the listeners. Um, Screw yeah. the listeners. This is all Sorry, for you. Guys. Sorry, yeah. guys. Yeah. Tune in or tune out. Um, just... Justin, we're getting Justin out. Who would yeah. you pick out of Mikalenko from Everton? White, if he's fit, or Tommy Yasu? Uh, yeah, the white one's interesting because he didn't play, did he, out of nowhere? And that wasn't a reported injury. So I probably wouldn't touch white. Mm-hmm. Um, especially Leeds and Spurs, I don't think it's great for Arsenal anyway. And that goes for Tommy Yasu too. So and the other benefit of Mikalenko is he's got the double-double and he's a nice differential. And let Everton are going to be playing for everything, aren't they? So yeah, I'd go Mikalenko for Justin. Nice. Um, for that, those you, reasons. You highlighted Dean. So Mikalenko versus well, Dean. Yeah, the Dean. One defender. It's tricky with Dean, yeah. I it was kind of unexpected that Dean played. Like he hadn't been reported fit. And then Such suddenly suddenly he was on the team <laughs> sheet and he gets a double double pointer. Uh so yeah, I don't, it's Dean is a risk, but his upside is huge. I mean, I think Villa will, Villa Burnley, Burnley Liverpool against against uh, who have they got Leicester Watford. Yeah, maybe Mikalenko's the one. You know, 
I don't know. I don't know enough about Mikkelic of how attacking he is and how like is he attacking. You've got one game week sample, which of them playing the back three. But when they played in the back four, he was just a mess, nobody. But right. I think last week he actually got forward. And you don't th- I doubt Lampard will change that system now. They beat Chelsea with it, really, surely, or will he? It's Frank, super Frank. What is he going to do? You know, frankly, my dear, I don't know. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> don't give a damn. Uh, yeah, I, I don't know. That's a tough one. I imagine he's a lot cheaper than Dinia. Um, if you care about that sort of thing, but yeah, I don't actually know his value, so I shall look that yeah, up. Yeah, you have right a little now. look. I like, yeah, I mean, both of them have got the double double. Villa's second double, what are they? Maybe that will hinge on it. So, Villa, I think they play each other, don't they? Villa they got Everton in that Villa's second double. Villa's got Palace and Burnley in oh, maybe not. Yeah, and see, that's Everton have got Brentford and Palace. So comparable. Not much in it. Uh-uh. Not much in it. I think Palace is a horrible fixture for both of them. Actually, Palace look really good. Palace yeah. look great. I think my 37 move, if I do do this Dinya move, will be um getting Zaha in. But we'll talk about that next episode, guys. <laughs> yeah, so, spoiler. Come on, Jack. Yeah, tune into that up. same time next week. Um so yeah, yeah. Oh, that's tricky, man. Yeah, that's Nikki tricky. 4.9. I mean, that's outrageously cheap. And then Dean is probably over a mil more than that, right? Dean. Uh, Dean, Dean. Is... The Dean. The Dean is the drum roll. Uh, Dean is five. There's only 0.1 in it. Oh, my God. Oh, I thought it was way more. I thought it was way more than that. Yeah, that's tough. I mean, keep an eye on Dean's fitness because he drops like a, f- drops like a fly, yeah. doesn't he? Maybe I'm that. leading towards Mikalenko, you know, and you might have changed my mind on that with yeah, um, check, James Tim. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a bit tricky, but I'd prefer either of them over an Arsenal defender, I think. Yeah, I see where you're coming from there. For that um, double-double. Yeah, big time. Yeah, so Dewsbury Hall, Josh, why, why are you... You've just brought the Dew boy in. He hasn't played a minute for you because he's been on your bench and now you're, you're having doubts. Yeah, Jubes. Oh, because I wanted I wanted a Leicester because their fixtures are great. I wanted a Leicester asset, and cost came into effect because of, you know of Foden and other players who wanted who you know value was good or high. So Jubes was a cheap way into that midfield who he's been good recently. Yeah, he's great. Um, but now he's been rested. The same, you know, he's been a victim of his own performance. I think he's now. Critical to that team, important, critical and important to that team. So he's been rested. He probably could be rested again. So the midfielders I'm looking at are really like this kind of Saka or Martinelli. The ones, the difference in price is huge. It's kind of annoying because Jubes is so cheap. So mm. uh, that not everyone might be able to do that. I might not be able to do that. It depends if I get rid of one or someone cheaper. But they're the ones on the short list. You know, Saka, Saka Martinelli. Martinelli. So again, Arsenal heavy, yeah. Uh, I still think Martinelli is at risk of rotation with Smith Rowe, so wow. I wouldn't wouldn't be Martinelli. And I don't really, I don't know. I just don't. I know Arsenal fans love him. I don't think he's that good, Martinelli. Personally, Saka on corners got this issue from a corner at the weekend. Pens. seems to have shaken off pens. Seems to have shaken off the fitness concerns he had. Kind of their talisman almost now. Um. So I yeah I might go for the I'd go for probably Saka there but I don't think Jews Hall is that much of a sell really 
I don't know if he's um with the double double, there is value further down the line, isn't there? Yeah, there is, yeah. And they'll have Roma on Thursday, I guess, unless it's in two weeks, but I think it is this week. Yeah, it's a four-day um, recovery. Yeah, maybe. I think Jubes is for his price and Rogers won't want to just appear to be throwing in the towel completely in the Prem. Mm-hmm. And as we've discussed, they've got Everton and Norwich, great fixtures, both at home. I think Jubesbury, the Jubes is decent. I think he's a decent hold, man. Yeah. Okay. So outside uh, of but if you're going to do it, I'd go Saka. Yeah. And outside of Arsenal, anyone of interest? Yeah. I mean, Coutinho, I'm not that excited about. I'm not that excited about um, having. I kind of didn't want him and then I kind of bottled it and got him because a lot of like the stats were looking okay and things. But again, he had a, he has the he ghost in and out of games, Coutinho. Like he does sort of, I'm in a Villa fan's WhatsApp thing. And like when he was banging in the goals, you know, my friends were going, he's, he's, he's the best player we've ever had. He's better than Grealish. Just bet the best, most talented player we've ever had. And sure enough, he's gone quiet again now. And it's similar, it's more similar to when we had got Barkley last season, like on fire for about five games and then did nothing. So he's not as bad as that, but I'm not that excited to have him for 7 million. He's not that good. Um, I probably wish I'd picked Ramsey and invested the money higher elsewhere. So Ramsey could be a replacement for Dubes, but I think Dubes is better. I think he's better. Um, That's a shout for midfielders. And then the one strike at Werner, obviously, we talked about him, Thorn on the Hill. Strikers-wise, Enketia, Richarlison, I can't have him, but Jesus, I think, should be thrown into that mix as well. Um, yeah. And we've both got him, but Pookie, where would you put those those four? Enketia, uh, yeah. Richarlison, Jesus, Pookie. If we're going to rank them, I'd go Richarlison, Enketia, Jesus, Pookie, I think. Like a Pookie, he disappointed me, Pookie, against Villa. I thought he'd have more against a beach Villa team. Um, and... Yeah, I think Richarlison's a must-buy. I think he's a must-own, Richarlison. I think I think he's your best replacement for Werner. He double-doubles. He's the Everton's main man. If he doesn't get the ban, obviously, for throwing the um, throwing the flare, I think he's... And he's just class. He is actually good, isn't he? Um, and he's, he's about the only firepower they've got, so I think he'll definitely play both games against Leicester and Watford. So I think he's a no-brainer, really. And Ketia, he should have definitely scored at the weekend. And he's super cheap, which is great. But I, something tells me Lacazette will get a f- some minutes at least in the double. Uh, so that's what puts me off him a bit, even though I've got him. And then Pookie is just Pookie. Just leave him in. Hope hope Norwich do something. Now the pressure's off them. Maybe they'll do... Sometimes relegated teams do that, don't they? They get relegated and then they win a enjoy couple. Yeah. Just to get out there and enjoy it. So, yeah. I think Pookie... Isn't that great? But probably keep him. And I think they're all better than Werner. I must say. I yeah, think, they are. I think I would ditch Werner for sure. And you've already got Watkins. He would have been in there. Definitely, yeah. he's someone I kind of wish I had a bit. Watkins, really. Yeah, yeah. Back um, the pan sometimes, didn't he? But good, good advice. Uh, I think we've. I think we covered everything. Yeah. Uh, just I guess our plans now, Jack. What? Let's do it. What are you actually going to do in yeah. your life? Well, the hard, I'm not going to do a whole lot because I love my team for getting me this these points. It is just that. Do I move Reese James on to Adinia or Mikulenko, who's come onto my radar as Wait. of half an hour ago? <laughs> um, what do you think I should do with James? 
That is tricky. I think context is there's no other fires in your team, is there? So he is literally the one think person so. to consider to get rid of. Um, it is tough because you're not trying to free up cash or anything. And James, no. actually, I, I think there's an argument to say keep him. Do you think? I think so. Do you have any money in the bank? Don't think I do, no. I don't think... I don't know how much he is. So he is... I've got 0.3 in the bank, so I've got... He's 6.4, so I can basically afford anyone except Trent, essentially. Um, so I did have a city, another city one in there for a while. I had Laporte there for a while. Um, but my feeling is if I do ditch him, I want to bring in a double-doubler, so it would be a Dina or a, or a Mika. Um, because that would give me an extra fixture essentially to play with. So, yeah, yeah, I I don't want a Burnley defender. I think you've got all the important double doublers as well, and in Gordon and Richarlison, and and Leicester a bit wishy washy. So, yeah, I I would I think there's an argument to say keep James, and I actually I would say that Mikalenko is maybe a bigger risk, but has that double double. But you could just you could just roll and make that move next week, for example. That's That was the plan to roll and then make two changes next week. Uh, maybe get some Palace in. Don't know. Yeah, th- that's TBC. But then the only headache I've got is the captaincy. And I think it is hard this week. It is tricky. The, if you're playing safe and trying to hold your rank, I think it has to be Salah this week. You know, even though he got benched this week, I can't see, he's not going to be, I mean, you tell me, Josh, he's not going to be keeping benched, is he? Uh, I think Salah doesn't get benched mon- much. So when he is benched, normally he's good for a long time afterwards. Yeah. Um, and I think that he should be good now right through to the end of the season in all competitions. I think he'll probably play all of them now. Right. Um, out of all of them, the rotating attackers, he normally plays the most minutes and is yeah. rotated least. So the fact he's been benched now gives me so much confidence they will just smash the rest of the season yeah so I think he's the it's on him at the moment but again as we mentioned earlier I've been doing very well by avoiding Captain Sadler in the last kind of in the last 10 game weeks really but the issue is there's not Son against Liverpool Arsenal I'm not interested and the rest of them I'm not really I mean it sounds crazy but Richarlison's tempting me against Leicester and Watford that sounds mad differential shout isn't it I think he is but that just seems insane because <laughs> it's Everton who've been terrible and he's crazy and notoriously inconsistent. And yeah, I'm not sure. I might, I don't know. I think it's going to be a Salah because I think bench boosting this week is enough of a differential play that it's going to, um, it's going to, that's enough of a, an edge on people, you know, because I think in, so 38% of people overall have used their wildcard, have used their bench boost already. Um, I think that means, I think I'm looking at the right stats here. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So 38% of all pe- all players have used their bench boost already. And then if you add in, there's going to be a load of dead teams. You're probably looking at over half of active teams have used the bench boost already. Yeah. So, I mean, if we take us, we're in a we're in a division with forty pretty much active players, and in that league, I can I even get these stats? <laughs> uh, I think I can. Um, 
Oh, maybe that. Sorry, maybe that thirty-eight percent was for this league. Actually, looking at it, yeah. So, for, like forty percent of those active players have have played the chip already. So, I feel like that is enough of a of a differential. So, maybe Captain Salah, but you've I've got the bench boost active. You know, Take your bets. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, rather yeah. than going crazy wild on a captain and bench boosting, like maybe that's just more different than I need to be. Yeah, there, there, you know there isn't I mean? like a solid differential shout, isn't there? It's not like a half step or a, you're really jumping into the differential pool. If, yeah. you, if you if you go outside of Salah, I think you're exactly that Richarlison seems like a long jump. Um, but like underlying stats and fixtures, it's not terrible. Yeah. Anyway. Oh, well, I've got sorry, Josh, I've got the stat now. 80% of all teams have mm-hmm. used the bench boost already. Which is mental, isn't it? Which is absolutely huge. So, yeah, it's a massive, it's a massive edge to have. It's massive a massive week. edge to have. Yeah. So, there we go. Lovely. Um, yeah. So I'm feeling good. So I think it's going to be Salah, unless we hear any crazy news. Yeah. Talk to me about your moves and which of those three moves that we analysed are you going to make if any of them or will you make two would you make more than one and take a hit um, it's funny that despite Dewsbury Hall and Justin most likely missing out on one of the two games I still see Werner as a bigger fire to put out I know you mean um, even though just, he's more likely to play in both he'll probably play more minutes combined but mm. I just yeah I, I, do, I just I've gone off him a little bit and I think not just the fact that he might, he's not looking great, but I think there's Richard, bringing Richarlison in, I think is a big swing in potential. Like points. It's the upside, isn't it? It's not yeah. so much that Justin and Dewsbury are, are bigger fires. It's that you've got a brilliant replacement for Werder, whereas the other two, their replacements probably aren't as, as impactful, like you say. Exactly. Yeah, exactly how you put it. So I might just, I think I'll go Werner to, to Richarlison, bag a mill, um, for the bank ready for next week and nice. then um, probably not take any hits and just go from there because I like I said I think Justin and Dewsbury will probably play one of the two which isn't terrible because likely likelihood is looking at all these other players some of them will be rotated and rested as well you just can't predict can you um, so there's no point thinking about it too much yeah yeah I think that's the right move man. that's the right and move then, and then Salah you're going to stick with Salah yeah, Salah for me, I need I need to kind of I mean yeah, argument you say I, I could I, I could go differential to gain that rank, but I think he's I've just got confidence in him hauling. So um and I know if I don't pick him, I'll just be I'll be hating yourself. watching those Liverpool games as a Liverpool. It's a horrible I've been Salah playing that win. game for a long time, Josh. Yeah. As you can see from my disheveled appearance, it's been it's been stressful. <laughs> Very stressful. Um <laughs> But yeah, I'm back on the cellar train now, so I'll get, have a shave and get my hair welcome, cut. Get my welcome, welcome. Get my life have, back together. Have yeah. a beverage. On the get my life train. back Be together. Lovely. Exactly. Exactly. Good. Uh, nice. So, I mean, I'm, I guess all we can do now is kick back and enjoy the United game and, and look forward to the biggest double of the year. Oh, this is what we play the game for. I'm excited. Bench boost season. Love it. Love Don't to see it. Don't forget to click the bench boost if you've got it. Don't forget. <laughs> I did that before the pod, actually, because that is a uh, easily not done. Easily not done. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, uh, I'm just going to see the Man United 11. 
And yeah, pretty standard. Ronaldo Fernandez, Varane. Dallo does play. Yeah. All the big assets. Yeah, Rashford bench Rashford benched again. It's probably the only notable uh, notable thing. Yeah. But yeah. Good. Good, good. Uh, All right, yeah, Joshua. Again, check us out. Check our TikTok out um, and everything. And yeah, like and subscribe as usual. Yeah, thanks for listening and good luck with your game week. Yeah, cheers everyone. Cheers, Jack. Cheers, Josh. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.